All that happens in this music video is they just walk around and they trash the <laughs> shit out of this hotel. I know. It's and just... basically terrorize other families who are just innocently walking down the street. I, I don't know how I feel. I used to like the Spice Girls. The only go good on. thing is they're all freaking hot as hell. Austin just admitted he used to like Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> they, are they even still alive? Yeah. Days? Oh. You mean they died in a plane crash in 2004. Uh, hello and welcome to Buddy Holly and the Spice Girls. Episode, <laughs> episode 26 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is Mr. Drew Alderson hey. and Mr. Austin Smith. I get Mr. now? Woo. We are trying to record and also watch the end of the Colts uh, playoffs game in which they've been getting their ass kicked all day long. So if we start yelling. But there, we have scored like... Uh, let's see, at halftime it was like 38 to... Oh my god! <laughs> okay. At halftime it was like 38 to 10, and now we are only down by 6. And there's we're happened. on the last drive. If we score on this drive, we win the game pretty much. That's pretty much the situation. Anyways, uh, I hope everybody had a good week and uh, had a fun and safe New Year's. And uh, today we're going to be looking ahead at 2014... Talk about sets that are already confirmed, and then talk about sets that we want to see in 2014. I also want a booster gold. It looks like we have once again injured a Kansas City player. (laughs) This This is is now like the ninth player. This is let's see, first play of the game, we knocked out one of the best running backs in the NFL, (laughs) and then we knocked out his backup, and then we knocked out their best corner, and then we knocked out their receiver, and now we have knocked out a fat lineman. Who must have looked at uh, Andrew Luck wrong? I'm not going to lie. I really think this is looking pretty one-sided. They're we're just ba- knocking them all out. We took a page out of the Saints playbook and uh, just decided to kill any opposition who's giving us trouble. <laughs> Salt the earth, kill their sons. But uh, we're also going to go over the spoilers that we have missed because last week we had the special uh, recap podcast. If you guys missed that, episode 25, I suggest going back and checking that out. It was really funny and... Uh, I laugh. What, what everybody who's listened to it seems to have, have enjoyed it. And I also have a new dial design assignment and a new best build assignment this week. Let's start off with some news. Like I said, there was a lot of spoilers, a whole lot of especially Yu-Gi-Oh! spoilers. Woo! So we're going to start off. If you guys want to follow along with this, you can go to HeroClicks.com for the pictures of these official spoilers. We'll start with the Gate Guardian. I'll let Austin talk about it. Oh, him. buddy. So, I had made references before when we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! spoilers, how I really want to, I really want some fusion monsters, because that's a, that's a pretty big mechanic in there. Gate Guardian, the card game, isn't a fusion monster, but they went ahead and went with it for this. Um, Gate Guardian himself is a big in at 300 points, um, eight, eight range, triple bolt, indom, uh, fusion symbol, um, and he's silver ringed. And he's a giant. And he's a, oh yeah, and he's a giant. And uh, super rare, uh, yes. Golds, yeah, be super rare. Um, his his special fusion ability, which this symbol will probably show up on a few other pieces. When a listed character is adjacent to all other listed characters and hits an opposing character, after actions resolve, it may be given a free action to replace these characters with Gate Guardian from your sideline. So it's hits. It could just be close. It could be range combat. It could be mind control. So you got to have all three of the pieces adjacent to each other, and one of them has to hit somebody. Yeah, and the way it's listed though is it could be two for other fusions. It could be two. It could be three. Yeah, it could be whatever. But for the for Gate for Guardian, the Gate Guardian, there's three. three. Um, when it enters the game in this way, oh, Drew! touchdown! Ah! 
Oh dear lord, he, he just won't stop running. No flag. He's going right through the stands. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Jesus, I had a heart attack. When Gate Guardian enters the game this way, it starts the same number of clicks from his starting line as the character given the action and modifies his combat values plus one. Uh, this trait is active even if the character is not on the map. So basically you have this bastard sitting on your sideline and you're running uh, Saijin, Kazajin, and Sango of the Thunder, which we went oh, over. I used to love playing Sango when we played uh, yeah. uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I know. And then oh, Kazajin's pretty cool too. We went, over, we went over Sango of the Thunder last week, or the week week before. Yeah. Um, Gate Guardian himself, he has a special movement, special attack, and special damage power. He has them all on his first click. Um, and he has Imperv with an 18 defense. His special movement's Kazajin. He can use Running Shot. When when he hits with a ranged combat attack, the target's knocked back and is given an action token. With triple bolts. With triple <laughs> Which bolts. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, innate range. So it's like, he's giant, so it's easier to draw lines of fire to him. But, but at the, the same f- time, he's drawing lines of yeah, fire to you. The fact that when he hits you and then knocks you back away from him and gives you tokens and slows you down, it's pretty nuts. Um, his attack ability is Song of the Thunder. He can use Pulse Wave. When he does and targets more than one character, the damage value becomes three and locked. Now, what I want to note there is that's the main ability on Sangha, so it can be assumed that Kazajin and Suijin are going to have the other abilities on him. You as know what else ones. you can note? Uh, you could do both of those abilities at the same time. Yeah, you can. Your running shot, pulse wave, do three damage to everybody, <laughs> knock them back three squares, and give them all action tokens. So it seems very balanced. Oh, yeah, it seems pretty good. And the damage, his damage ability is pretty cool, too. Uh, Suijin, other friendly characters within four squares can't be attacked unless they're adjacent to the attacker. So uh, him, so it excludes him. It's others, but I was gonna say, if it that protects your too. medics. Yeah, um, he's three hundred points. I mean, like that's huge. But he is one of those pieces that I wouldn't be afraid to dump three hundred points on, um, because you'll be taking a dump on your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> His dial's pretty freaking sweet. Um, he starts out the special movement ability for four clicks into running shot and then into sidestep. Um, special attack power into energy explosion, which three bolts, eight range energy explosion is always great. Um, and I thought then, it was bad, I'm sorry. Well, shut up, Drew. <laughs> His defense goes from imperv to invul, um, and then ends on a final imperv click. Is that imperv 19 on his last click? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a pretty solid piece for his points. He, he brings a lot of cool powers to the but table. I do want to point the ridiculousness of the fusions plus one combat values on top of all that. So if you get them fused at the start, all three of them, all in their top clicks, they come, he comes in click one as a 10, 13, 19, 6. Yeah, it's a little bit good. Oh, buddy. Uh, let's see, what other Yu-Gi-Oh pieces do we have? Oh, Red-Eyes Black Dragon, I want to talk about him. I was very happy. Because Joey was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, it would be one. And please, oh my god, they almost scored a touchdown. I was going to kill somebody. Uh, Not it. Sorry. He has, he's 150 points, flyer with Indom and 8 range. And at the beginning of his dial, he's more he's a ranged attacker. Actually, he's pretty much a ranged attacker the whole time. But at the beginning, he has a special attack power for the first few clicks. He has that in running shot, and his attack power is energy explosion and psychic blast. So although he only has one bolt on his energy explosion, at least the splash damage is penetrating. When, he use, when it uses either one, after actions resolve, hit characters are knocking back equal to the damage taken. So he basically has force blast as well. And, except it's not optional. It's just saying when he uses it after they are knocked back, not optional. And then late in his dial, like his last three clicks, he loses his movement attack, but he gets a special damage ability. Uh, when he's targeted with an attack by an opposing character 150 or less, after the attack resolves, 
he gets all, plus com, plus one to all combat values until the end of your next turn. Uh, you know what's cute about that? Someone duo attacks or flurries you, all of a sudden there's plus two combat values till your next turn. True. As long Whenever as you targeted. survive through all yeah, that. Yeah, as long as you survive. Because he only has it on his last three clicks. Huh? He only has 16 toughness when he has it too. Um, maybe a little expensive. Nah, I'm not going to say he's too expensive. I'm going to say he's about right for his points. You know what I mean? Yes. 150 is a lot of points, but that 8 range and flight and indom and that uh, energy penetrating energy explosion, like he's force blast he's, pretty he's pretty balanced for his points. I like him. Um, that's about what I'd want out of a red eyes. Cast of Dark Illusions Castle, is pretty crazy. Castle, I love this one. Or sorry, Castle. Uh, Austin, I'll let you go over him and then we'll let Drew do the alligator sword. Okay, so Castle of Dark Illusions is a rare. Um, it's flight has a... something going on with the football game? Nah, right? that was intentional grounding. Come on, man. Um, it has a special trait, Embrace the Darkness. Uh, yes! Castle Woo! Throw that flag, Riff. Drew, you just ran over my toe. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Embrace the Darkness. Castle of Dark Illusions can use stealth. Castle of Dark Illusions can use Smoke Cloud as a free action, but when it does, hindering train markers must be placed within one square of Castle of Dark Illusions. So it itself is, like, always going to be stealthed. That's ridiculous. That's awesome. Um, it's actual dial. It starts out with a 7 phasing teleport, a 17 defend, and the special defense power or damage power on its top click. Um, the damage power is an army within. When it uses the carry ability, it may carry three characters normally or carry one character regardless of its combat Boy, symbols. Which is silly. <laughs> Whoa, and it's got the 17 defend and the freaking and the free smoke, smoke cloud. cloud. Jeez, and it's only 52 points. And it gets better because he is also a trap and spell. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Um, the, speci- the spell for him is change of heart. Give the set character a free action. The set character can use mind control this turn. When it does, modify its attack value plus 2. After action resolve, remove the spell. So mind control with a plus 2 attack. That's not bad for two six points. Um, tra- and the trap uh, is trap hole. When an opposing character moves through a square within four squares of the set character, after actions resolve, you may activate this trap. Give that character an action token or deal them one unavoidable damage if they already have two action tokens and remove the trap. Not bad. Huh. I mean, not great, but not yeah, bad. Yeah, so, ma- so on his magic or his spell ability, he would only basically you pay six points so that your character could do that one time during the game. Yeah. I guess that's worth it. I mean, plus two attack and then mind control. I'm it trying to de- think what would be better, that or paying, what would it be for the ring? Ten points for the Minto Intensifier? Oh, yeah. And that's a 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. I think I'd rather go with Minto Intensifier for ten points. Like, having True. it full. Because at least that one not only does the da- it does the damage and then you get to mind control, too. But uh, that's still, I mean, a pretty cool, pretty cool option. Yeah, and the thing is, these both... Tr- um, as with other traps and spells, you can either pay six for them, or when Castle of Dark Illusions dies, you can equip them as one of those. Two yeah, that's true. You get either one. So I mean, Castle Dark, and it's not Silver Ring. That's a really cool piece. I mean, this is a cool piece. It's very focused and it's good at what it does. It carries. It's a, it's a support piece by giving the seventeen defend and the free smoke cloud. Like it's pretty sick. And the other thing is, uh, a lot of the other um, Yu-Gi-Oh pieces that are traps and stuff have been Silver Ring. This is the first one that hasn't been. So, I mean, you're talking about if you really wanted to, you could stack your whole team with trap holes on all your figures for six points each, and all of a sudden, whenever someone comes within four squares, boom, they have an action token. Yeah, or give them an, un- an unavoidable yeah. one. That's pretty cool. I also like that the traps are named at, or the trap and spell cards or are named, named after actual trap and spell cards. Yeah. yeah. Alligator sword. Woo! This one's pretty meh. Yeah, he's another Joey figure. Yeah, he's a, he's a common figure in the anime, I think. He sums him a lot. 
uncommon in the set. He's your generic Charger, Blades, Claws, Fangs, or Toughness. He's got Secondary uh, melee attack. Yeah, he's 60 know. points. He'll get the job done. 60 points for six clicks, five of which are Blades. Not terrible. He's yeah. always... He doesn't get... I mean, he gets a three at his last... Dial, but he loses blades, but he gains flurry. Ten yeah. movement charge on a sixty-point character isn't bad. Either. He's he's basically he's kind of like red eyes. He's he's basically balanced for his point cost. He's not yeah. super good. He's not super bad. That is it for the Yu-Gi-Oh spoilers. We'll get into the Superman Legion oh, of Superheroes. We got Mordrew first of all, which is a super rare, and his one of his two traits shows us that there will also be a Mordrew in the Grab OP you. kit. Oh yeah. Uh, his he has a morph power. You give him a power action, or when he takes damage from an opponent's attack, Ooh. you may replace him with number one hundred one Mordrew on the same click number. Now he's a giant size. I assume that the other Mordrew might be a tiny size. Yeah, possibly. He also has another good trait: mystical relics. When he makes a relic roll, modify the result plus two. Once per game, give him a double power action and place a relic 15 points or less from outside the game in his square. Gee, Hunter, what? how many relics are 15 points or less? Pretty much every one, and he gets plus two to it, <laughs> and he can do it at the beginning of the freaking game because typically you can't place a relic within five squares of your starting area. But you can. How many points is Mjolnir? Uh, t- 10 or 12, and he gets plus two to it. So, so that's a 50-50 to pick up Mjolnir. Something like that. I mean, that's pretty awesome. You basically are guaranteed to pick up whatever ring you needed because he's a pretty range-based piece. Finally, a reason to play Relics. Yeah, he's really cool. He has Mystic's team abilities, 200 points, Flight, Giant Symbol, and Indom <clears throat> with 8 range, but only 1 bolt. But like I said, his powers, he's pretty... Seems pretty uh, range-based at first and then um, melee-based at the second. So he's he's how we usually like our clicks. We like them ranged and then and then close combat. Um, yeah, it looks like Kansas City just failed on fourth down, so it looks like we're going to be up by one point. With they used all their timeouts. They too. burned those two timeouts earlier when they didn't need to, so I think we got this game. We'll see. Yeah, because watch, he goes to catch it. He's out. He's out of bounds. Yep, one foot. He's out. Um, he has limitless magic. It's a special attack power. It's pretty cool. You give him a free action, choose a standard attack power he can use till the beginning of the turn. So... This is kind of like it's a like Green Lantern. It's kind of like the Green Lantern set better because Green Lantern can't pick. Well, no, I guess we want he has to use a combat. Yeah, that's true. But really, most of the attack powers. Um, the aren't. only ones are like smoke cloud. Yeah, they're not like. But still, this either way, this is really cool. He uh, <clears throat> he gets he gets basically whatever attack power he wants: psychic blast, precision strike. Remember, with his trait, you could be giving him one of the running shot hammers, and he would always have running shot, and then whatever you know attack yep. power you'd want him to have. He also has a four damage outwit. He never goes below a three damage his entire dial. And then in this last few clicks, he turns into a brick with charge and super strength and a special defense power. He has invincible. Give him a free action if he has two tokens. And place a standard light object from outside the game in his square. Is that five clicks of that power in a row? Yes. So five clicks of Invincible. What the hell are they thinking? With Mystics. And uh, Andy has, on some of those clicks, he has a special damage power of prob control. Opposing characters within range and line of fire can't use prob or the Mystics team ability. You know what relic I would give him outside the game? Wonder Girl's Lasso. Freaking range, steel energy, and he's just back there popping. Yeah, plus Mystics. Pulse Wave. 
That'd be pretty sick. Um, I like this guy, and I, I, you look at this dial, and it's already really good. And then you think about the fact that whenever you need him to, if he hit, gets hit by somebody, and it would be better to switch to a tiny, then you switch to the tiny. Like, yep. I'm really interested to see what the, or maybe it'll be normal, but I'm, or even colossal for that matter, it could be. You know, we don't know. Uh, I'm really interested to see what the other ones like because I really like this guy. Yeah. And it goes another great piece in the Superman Legion of Superheroes. The sculpt is awesome. I'm pretty sure that the Colts just set the record for the biggest comeback in playoffs history. That was a, what a... Luckiest bastards in history like according to the chat. 35 <laughs> point comeback I think. Yeah. At least. least. Oh speaking of awesome Legion oh, of Superheroes. Jesus. Starman is a beast dude. Starman is only 95 points. Another JSA figure which is awesome. He has two cool traits. After objects have been placed, you may place any two objects in each other's squares. And he modifies his relic rolls by plus one. What that means is you can steal their relic and put it over on your side of the map and swap Instead of, like, your light object? What else is... Yeah, so if your opponent's playing relics, then you can put your light object right next to your starting (laughs) area, and then... And then after they've been placed, then you just swap them and you steal their relic and put it on your side of the game. And he gets Or you swap their gamma buff. Then he has... Oh, yes! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Drew, I'm playing this from now on in every team. Uh, no! And I Austin runs a Gamma Bomb. <laughs> Actually, you know... Well, I guess you could place where Gamma Bomb goes anyway, so there would be no reason to reverse that and put Gamma Bomb somewhere else. But <laughs> Yeah, you'd put it on your side and be like, ha-ha, he's going to switch it. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to switch it. <laughs> Uh, his other trait Dead is useful. Neck beard. He, uh, if you notice, Starman has no defense powers on his dial, but that's because he has traded energy shield and super senses. If there's one thing I've learned to hate playing against GSX Magneto twice now in the last like two weeks, <laughs> I freaking hate traded energy shield. When he's targeted with a close combat attack, and either it evades or misses, give that attacker an action token after his off. So you don't want to attack this dude at all. <laughs> For one, he's got super senses. Then if you go ranged, he gets energy shield. And then if you go close combat and you miss, you get a freaking action token. So poison him to death is what you're saying. Um, he has perplex and TK on top dial and flight. So he's kind of a support piece uh, for the beginning at the beginning to help your other guys get in, you know set in where they need to be. And then he can come in. You could push. I would say TK your guys out the first two turns and push onto his pulse wave. And then let your guys kind of duke it out, and then he can come in as a secondary attacker and pulse wave somebody with a for three damage. And then he has a couple clicks of force blast, a couple clicks of charge. But he is just so good for his points, and he's a really cool figure. He really, we want figures to have to be like this, to be focused, you know, be different, mm-hmm. not be the same reprints of the same figures. And this is yet another figure that. Works with relics and has a cool, you know. Relic I'm liking trait. the fact they're pushing some relic synergy stuff because relics really have fallen to the wayside with resources. We also had Dawnstar and Wildfire. Uh, Austin, you want to talk about Dawnstar? She's um, just as good as the old Dawnstar, which is really hard to do. Um, Dawnstar is 81 points. She's Future Legion, Lost Legion of Superheroes, which is also her TA. Um, she's a 12 movement hypersonic, 10 attack, 17 ESD, and two damage. Flyer no end on, um, for 81 points. She has a special attack ability on her first click, Interstellar Tracking. At the beginning of your turn, choose an opposing character within 10 squares. Lines of fire draw to that character this turn are blo- only blocked by blocking terrain. That's so awesome. That is amazing. That's amazing. anti-stealth. For 81 points, anti-hand. Yep. 
Because it just means that lines of fire can't be blocked. I yeah. mean, like, there's so many things that that counters. I feel like they're printing a lot of figures in the set so far that are, like, kind of... I don't want to say silver bullets to some stuff, but it's kind of cool how they have some anti-mechanics. Yeah. Um, the dial itself, she drops onto some willpower and prob mid-dial with sidestep, and then ends with super senses, more of the attack power, and hypersonic on bottom dial. I like her. I mean... She's great. This These... Especially the first two clicks coupled... So that movement, a 12 movement is really good, especially with, with flight hypersonic. and hypersonic. And then the fact that she's a wild card as well. So I, I like her. Um, That's a great taxi right there. Like I was saying earlier, like the old Dawnstar was really, really good. And it was pretty hard for them to make a new hey, Dawnstar that's almost just You know good. what I would copy with her wild card? What's that? Green Lantern. 10 range, freaking carrying multiple people. Yeah. The 10 movement. Um... Drew, you want to talk about Wildfire, who is also a badass? Sure. Wildfire has eight range, double bolts, no end dom. He's 180 points. He's got Legion of Superheroes, TA. He's got Armor, Future, Legion Lost, Legion of Superheroes. He's got a trait. If a friendly character named Dawnstar has taken damage from an attack since your last turn, modify Wildfire's attack and damage values by plus one. If he targets a character that hit Dawnstar since your last turn... If you're ranged, good luck hitting Dawnstar. <laughs> yeah. He's got... Top dial's got a 10 running shot, 11 attack energy explosion with 17 invul. And 4 damage with the 2 bolt 8 range. That's a nice energy explosion. Yes, yeah, that is. That is. Down dial, he gets an attack, an attack special. He can use penetrating psychic blast and pulse wave. You can use Pulse Wave normally, or you may give him a double app power action to use it, and his printed damage value is dealt to all hit characters, which is three. It's pretty sexy. It's pretty sexy. What I like best about him is those defense clicks, though. Yeah. He's got a stop click, I think, isn't it? Yep. Stop dial and last click. He can use Imperv and Regeneration. When he uses Regeneration, either the minimum result is one, or he can use it as a free action. And subtracts three from the D six roll instead of two. You know what else else is super important to realize about the those two stop clicks? What? On both of them he has phasing. So your best thing to do in my opinion would be to not choose the minimum one, to choose the free. Yeah. Phase away with your action and yep. then region for free and then if you screwed up, oh well, you're safe, you're out of harm and you can sit there and Who take knows, you might even have probs or something. What's yeah. the question? What's up? Um his trait uh he gets plus one attack and damage if he targets a character that hit Dawnstar. Yep. He's got multi-bolt. If he targets two characters, would he get plus two attack, plus two damage? Or would it only be plus one attack, plus one uh, damage for that target character? I don't think so. I think he would only get... Okay. Four, I, if it said for each character that hit Dawnstar. Okay. Just wondering. Because, I mean, that would have made him ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think so, but I'm not 110% sure. He's really good. Um, I love a sculpt. I, yeah, he's I mean, expensive. I'm a sucker for armor. Yeah. 100, 180 points is a lot, but the fact that he has two freaking stop clicks... With free regen. And he deals good damage. Free regen phasing. Two, two uh, stop clicks, deals great damage, and he's a wild card. I think he he's has worth no his, though, but I think he's worth his points, though. Well, that can be fixed with certain things. Um, this would be a great... I was about to say this would be a great gauntlet target. Okay, just everything's a great... Everything. No, but I mean, like, this is particularly one that'd be great on Gauntlet because yeah, he's not bad. He'd pick up super senses, couldn't be countered, all that stuff. Agreed. We also got some more information on oh, the buddy. Days of Future Past CTD, which we will also be talking about in our main topic. Did they spoil the figure, honey? We showed. Uh, well, first we'll say that we got 
sculpts of a new storm, pyro, and sentinel, which all look really single badass. Base sentinel. Yeah, single base little That's sentinel. It's different from the giant one that we're getting. And then we have a Nimrod special, which, yes! which is a chase. 350 points at the top option. Of pure and utter man. 350, 250, and 150. If you play him at the full 350, he gets a multi attack. And once per game, you give him a double power action, place him in any square, and make a closer range combat attack as a free action. He also has <laughs> flight, indom, eight range, two bolts, eleven clicks of life, most of which have impervious or invincible. Actually, every click aside it either from, has he has the first pure pink click and hero clicks so far. Oh yeah, his click number nine is all pink powers, and his sculpt has a whole hell of a lot of pink on it too. <laughs> Um, the fact that he has multi-attack with both hypersonic and pulse wave is pretty goddamn ridiculous. Something about a high, something about a 12 attack, 5 damage pulse wave multi-attack. He also has a special damage power on top dial, or actually for a lot of his dial. He cannot have his powers or abilities countered. He can use outwit, and he can use it twice if he targets two opposing characters, each having Brotherhood or X-Men team abilities or keywords. It's like half the Marvel figures. Yeah, which is, uh, right now, is going to be a lot of the figures that you're going to be going up against. I like them. Uh, it's not often that I suggest playing a 350-point character, but I, I think he's worth it. So, Hunter, what's that keyword he has that's kind of new that... Days of Future Past, uh, Purifiers, and Sentinel. All are Sentinel crazy keyword, which keywords. Is sweet. Uh, I'm happy to see more Purifiers. Um, for 350 points, this guy's a freaking monster. He reminds me of Centroid, like the way his dial is set up and like his abilities and everything. Yeah. The only thing he's missing is some pin side. I definitely want to try this guy, and I know that somebody else will. I know that. Oh yeah, someone will. Be... will. I've will been wait, I've been waiting for a new. Let me see if I would suggest his 250. I don't like his 250 because he doesn't have multi attack on those. Yeah. Um, I also don't care a whole lot for his 150. I guess for 150, if you look at it, he would start with phasing, running shot, pulse wave, four damage, can't be countered, What's, and he has outwit. But only a 17 and impervious. Impervious at 150. It, but he has, he still has all those clicks of really being really hard to hit. Um, he also gets a special defense power late dial, which is invul and regen, and if he has two action tokens, he uses engine, uh, regen for free. So I think I do like him at 150 as well. But I, uh, 350 is the best. That's really cool. For sure. Multi-attack, man. Just remember, now with multi-attack, you would take minus one damage on the second. You un- Unless they clarified in the player's guide, which I think they might, because there already is a penalty for multi-attack. Like yeah. if, if people aren't familiar, when you use multi-attack, before you make any attacks, you already take negative one damage. So he would go from a five to a four. And then with the current thing saying that your second attack in the turn would be minus one damage. You'd only be doing four on the first one and then three on the second one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they're going to they may errata that and say that multi-attack doesn't take it because I know that flurry and duo attack won't have to. I personally would say that multi-attack shouldn't either because it already has yeah. the As of July there, also you got to note that you can't be given the same action with multi-attack twice in a row. Correct. Yeah, you can, you, so you can't double pulse wave. You used to be able to back in the day you could have done hypersonic twice. Now you can't. You have to use two separate different actions. Hypersonic up then pulse wave. So, oh darn. <laughs> pretty cool spoilers, man. It's been a good week for for news. Um, we're going to go over we have I will say we have no new news on the fan vote. 
other than yeah, Killer Moth one. That it's just who Killer Moth, Catman, and Etrigan, and Et- Etrigan. I'll call him Etrigan. So we'll get you guys the news on that. I'm sure you guys will probably see it spoiled on Twitter and Facebook and stuff too. Whenever we get that, um, sad that Jeanette's gone, but we all move on, Hunter. Yeah, at least Catman's still in there. And death to Killer Moth. I, I'll be happy with either Catman or Killer Moth because Killer Moth's never been clicked. Catman has been clicked, but it's been forever. Yeah. And Etrigan, I feel like they they're gonna click him regardless whether he wins this fan vote or not. He's a really popular. He really should vote towards Catman just to keep Killer Moth from winning. <laughs> Why do you hate Killer Moth so much? Etrigan really shouldn't be on there, in my opinion. Like he's already gonna get clicks. There's no way they won't click him again. Austin doesn't like Killer Moth because people want Killer Moth. That's the thing. It's I the don't same want reason because he's like another Batman. It's he's a... not another Batman though. He's. You don't know what he's done in the DC universe. He's not another Batman. He's not. The dude's got a fucking demon living inside him. It's the same reason that Austin plays blue and magic and black. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry, everybody. Let's move into some what we played. Wednesday, we started our Escalation League at Game Preserve, which is... We played we played hero clicks on escalators. This is what happened. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I don't know how the map situation would quite work like that. I don't know if Yu Gi Oh can play card games in the middle of a jungle. I think we could pull. Yep. It <laughs> yeah, but they also have really badass little things on the side of their. How do you know we didn't throw escalator cool. league? So <laughs> <Super> uh, <laughs> the way that this works is you take a a four hundred point team on the first month. It is modern age, and you have to play a named theme team, uh, and then. Next month, you will play the same team, but add 200 points on it. Keep it themed. Keep the whole team together. You can't change hardly anything. And then on the last month, it'll go up to 800 points with the same deal. Between each month, you can change one of your figures out that you had already used. And that count... Changing a figure from a lower point version to a higher point version counts as a swap out. So if anybody is interested in doing something similar, that's how it would work. So if I'm playing Avengers and I have... You know, three cheap guys, and then I have a 150 point Thor. On my second month, if I decide to bump my Thor up to his 250 point option, that counts as my one switch out for that month. And then I would add on, say, another 100 point Scarlet Witch or something. But I have to keep it themed, and I have to to keep the rest of the same core guys in there. So, uh, what have you planned out your 600 800 yet? Yes. Uh, what are you running for at all? Oh, actually, it's Silver Age, isn't it? It's yeah. Silver Age. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing Sinister Syndicate. I went two and one, and the one I lost, like I honestly should have won. Time ran out, and I was destroying. I had Lizard. Okay, I'm playing Lizard, Alyosha, the Book, Vulture, Electro, and Shocker. And let me just tell you guys how much fun Lizard and Alyosha in the book are. They should not be allowed on the same. I did. I did that that one week. That was so much fun. (laughs) Because what I was doing was using the lion. Okay, turn one. The lion gets to move for free. He moves five out. Free hammer drop. Drop him the hammer. From then on, every turn the lion gets one free action per turn. So what I was doing was using his one free action as the power action required to drop someone else a hammer. And Vulture can carry two people by itself. And when Alyosha moves up to get a hammer, or he takes a power action to pick up the hammer, now Lizard gets to move for free. It's just ridiculous. Like, my whole team was get Like, I never had to worry about wasting actions to pick up hammers because the lion can do it for free. So at the beginning, I hammer up, 
get power cosmic, and then I just go in. Lizard with Anger's Hammer and Scotty's Hammer both on him. It should not be allowed. He's already hard enough to kill as is. He never... My first game, my opponent sunk every bit of damage his team had into killing Lizard, and my first kill didn't go down. <laughs> he, it's it's because you'll hit him for five or six, and it's like, okay, beginning of my turn, free regen. Okay, now I'm going to do my free tail whip. Oh, that's a negative one attack. Oh, shucks, I have two hammers on. I plus four attack. That's now a plus three attack. I don't have to take the negative one. Now I hit that, heal up, drop a hammer for at the beginning of the turn for free with a quake. Oh, I'll heal two off that. Now Alyosha's going to move and do a running shot. Oh, Lizard gets the leap climb over to whoever he wants, and now he's going to hit himself, and he's right back up to top plate. When we played that best build thing, I went up against that Lizard without hammers, and I wanted to kill myself by the end of that match. There was two times in that game where he went to bottom click and went to top click the very next turn. Just healed straight up to top click. I hate that Lizard. Uh, I love him. It was a blast. The first game I won pretty handily. Second game, uh, he was playing the Iron Man, Iron Patriot, the older one, the better one, and with the rings, and it was on a map that wasn't too favorable for me, and he moved Iron Man up to, with a Flame Blast ring, and I had all my guys clumped together because I just carried him, Mm -hmm. so I rushed up Vulture and brought two of my guys with me, Shocker and Electro. He proceeds to Sharpshooter, Energy Explosion, Psychic Blast, Vulture, so that he can do not only six damage, he burned a ring too, not only six damage to Vulture, but also four to each person, four to Electro and four to, um, what you call it? Mm. He also didn't realize he's going to hit himself with four penetrating from the energy explosion because I had based him. So he did, uh, what, 14 damage to me and four to himself. But he did four to his 300 point you know, bri- you know, main piece or two hundred point main piece, and that put him on his crappier clicks. Well, wh- I, I was like, that's a lot of damage, but it's worth a sacrifice because once I get this lizard going, he motherfucker ain't going down. He proceeds to pick off my entire team except for Lizard, who is now has his two hammers on. He's ready to rock. Lizard killed the entire team by himself, but uh, he had two support pieces left at the end of the game when time ran out, and he won by like ten points. So, but Lizard was top click. Like, Lizard was just wrecking people. He killed that duo by himself. Just did get <laughs> ran over, killed Freak. Like he was just eating everybody for dinner, man. I loved him so much. I can't wait. I love that figure so much. Um, I'll be adding um, Mysterio, who has in uh, capping out wit. Yep. I'm gonna give him um, Gray Goss so that he can see over and be in capping. I'm adding another uh, old Hobgoblin who only had cost like thirty points. And he has also has end cap like ten range and uh, I, I know what you're talking about. And um, there's another figure that I'm adding that has end cap. Basically, I'm going a lot of end cap, and then the rest of my team can swarm so in. So you can slow him down while Lizard proceeds to tail with. Yeah, and then there. I have the shocker that psychic blast, and then gives tokens too. So my my six and my eight will be uh, slow, you know, slowing you down. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's really funny. It's cool seeing everybody's different theme teams. You know. Um, last round I played Jairus' Thunderbolts team he did hit me with Disintegration Beam and got rid of my book however something to note um, the Disintegration Beam does remove the book from the game but anybody else on your team who has already had hammers equipped to them will keep their hammers will keep their hammers they just won't get the effects of the resource 
So luckily, I already had my hammers on everybody when my lion got hit with the. Oh, the, he hit the lion with it. Yeah, and got rid of the book. So, but by that point, I had taken out most of his team, and I still had Lizard and Alyosha who just raped. Uh, it was really fun. I I liked it. Um, I know Austin, you were running uh, what Wrecking Crew or Masters, Masters of, of Evil. Evil. Um, I was going to start out with Wrecking Crew, but the problem I hit was there weren't enough cheap support pieces to fill it out. Like everything was just charged super strength, and I didn't want to rely on a full team of that for the whole time. So what I went with was uh, my 400 point build is um, Absorbing Man, Titania, um, Split, not the duo, um, Infinity Gauntlet, and Wrecking Crew on Absorbing Man. And uh, Crimson Cowl and Egghead. Um, turn one, I merge into the duo um, because they're like a f- they're like exactly the same class as the duo, I think. Yeah, they and, are. And uh, the duo picks up the gauntlet. In that if you use the main set absorber man and not the LE, they're, yeah. they're exactly- And I use the full I use the full absorber man, not the half. Um, it was it was a really fun match, or it was a really fun like setup. Like I I enjoyed planning out my six hundred and eight hundred. Because for 600, I pick up uh, I pick up Grey Gargoyle and Melter, and I swap out the Absorbing Man for the LE. Um, then I can merge and split as I need to, depending on the strategy for it. Um, then at 800, or at 800, I pick up uh, I swap Grey Gargoyle out for Mock, and I add Shocker because Shocker has Masters of Evil, and he's really, really good. Like you said, you add him. Yep. One of my favorite pieces to play with. Like, you, no one expects the damage output from that guy, and he slows down enemies so bad. Well, what's funny was on my team, everybody, all three of my opponents went for Shocker and Electro first because they were that scared of their damage output. Man. Because Electro can bounce. Yeah. You know what else? Um, people forget that Electro, with it, you know how he can do his bouncing. You can shoot and destroy a object with your first yep. shot to get to trigger, and so everybody rushed down Electro and Shocker, and I was kind of bummed. But then every time that just gave, that just gave Lizard and Craven time to get their hammers, yeah. and and then that was Electro also the takes the negative one damage every bounce now right. too. Um, basically, my team, my month one team is a brawler team straight out. Um, Crimson Cal's good for providing TK. Like I used, I actually used Crimson Cal to TK egg, Egghead around. To provide good, like, outwit where my opponent wasn't expecting it. Um, Egghead has, like, a special attack power where, like, he deals penetrating to characters without the normal damage symbol. Which is okay um, for some figures. Um, it got good use on characters with Grethoth's hammer and stuff like that. Um, who pick up Giant. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, uh, I use him just for his outwit. He's a 50-point outwit. And he helps you make theme on a team that's otherwise usually really expensive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he provides me with theme team props, too. Um, he's a good good person to do that off of. So basically, um, if I won map roll, I would always pick uh, Realm of Death. Very closed-in map. Very good for getting and approaching the opponent. Um, the gauntlet actually starts with plus two in phasing. So I can move 12 squares out with the duo, position myself, grab two objects on my way, get set up and everything, um, and then just proceed to wreck house on my opponent. Um, the duo ignores characters and hindering on movement on its own already. So like they have no problem getting where they need to be to swing. Um, a lot of times what I found myself doing was just full moving the duo, tying up a bunch of opponents at once before they were ready for me. Because it's really hard to hit that duo with an 18 imperv, that can't be outwitted with uh, with uh, super senses off the gauntlet. So I would move in. I'd get in the middle of all my opponents. They'd have issues hitting me. I'd tie up like their pin side pieces and all their ex or I'd avoid exploit. And try to tie up pin side. Um, 
just to try to get their penetrating down, because if they don't have penetrating damage, that duo is really hard to take down. And even if they hit you, you're going to heal it back up with Soul yeah. Gem anyway. So. And that's really what it came down to was... A duo attack um, with Soul Gem. My first game was against Scott. Scott was running the Legions of Doom, all the older figures. Um, props to Scott for trying. Um, they really weren't that great compared to modern pieces. Um, killed a few of them, grabbed some objects, killed a few more. My second, Shame on him for having fun. He's he's praying that Slosh comes out before the 800 point, <laughs> and this is a Wiz Kids thing. Yeah, so, like, I think he might make it on the 800 point. I think we'll, we'll see. I'm really hoping he wants to add. I think Solomon Grundy. Yeah, Grundy's gonna be a blast. Um, month. Uh, the second match I went against was against a. He was running Mock, um, the serpent, the old guy serpent. And uh, two trolls. Uh, Mach, I with the duo merged, I passed his point thing by ten points, which means he didn't have as much of an effect on me as he was probably hoping. Um, that was quite possibly the closest game in Heroclix history I've ever played. I was on the bottom dial of that duo like four times, the very last click. And I just kept bringing it back and bringing it back and bringing it back. It was good luck on my part, bad luck on his, then bad luck on my part and good... It was such a swingy game, and that's why I don't really like tentpole play sometimes. Because, like, you miss a few attacks in a row, and it could be game over for you. Yeah. Um, I actually hit bottom click. I ran up, uh, tied him up as soon as I could before he could get his hammers out. Um, I missed a couple really vital attacks, wasted some objects on Mach, trying to hit him. Um, I He knocked me all the way down to my last click. I had the purple gem showing, which is plus two movement and phasing teleport. I took my chances. I went clear across the map, like 12 out, to a corner, ran Crimson Cal and phasing teleported her over because she was down on support. And I kept trying to heal myself up, got myself back up, kind of top dial a little bit. Um, I was on soul gem, so I just started smacking. Um, I hit soul gem pick a power, chose precision strike, um, charged, grabbed an object, and came back and smacked Serpent for like 7 damage and one-shot him. Because without Super Senses, he's really not that big of a threat. Yeah, he's like, what, 18 Super Senses? Yeah, um, and by doing that, I healed myself. Um, I healed myself 2 and then 1 from Steel Energy. Um, and then I, with second duo attack, I swung, killed a troll, healed another. So that was 6 I healed in one turn. Managed to eke out and pull that game. I mean, that was it was a great game, one of the best games of clicks I've ever played. Like, it was so back and forth. Um, my last match was against an Arkham Origins team. Um, the team itself was interesting because, like, a lot of the Arkham's Origins pieces I don't really expect people to be playing a lot of, like, in serious connotations. Um, they're actually kind of, in in the combos that he was doing, like, they were kind of a threat. Like, they were kind of hard to keep up with. Um, I was lucky. He had a lot of outwit on his team. Uh, the gauntlet kind of saved me from that. Um, he was running hammers... And he didn't have a lot of exploit on his team, and I was immune to his outwit. So my first target, of course, whoever he put Scotty's on was going to die. Like, that was my goal. And he put it on that Bane. And that Bane has two stop clicks that modify his combat values. Mm -hmm. I got lucky. He hit both stop clicks, um, rolled too low to get any bonuses out of him. Um, Had him on his last click, and uh, he managed to pick off my duo. Um, A lot of bad rolls on my part. It was just... It was a close game. I, I had a lot of fun um, with the 400-point Escalation League. Um, really can't wait to play it at 600-800. Punky Drewster, what'd you play? Oh, uh, Brotherhood, right? Yeah, Brotherhood of Mutants. 
I went two and one. We all went two and we were like right in a row. Like I had five more points than Austin who had like five more points than you and we were just like... No, dude, I beat Austin. Did you? Yeah. No. I was like sixth. Austin was like eighth. It was pretty good. Seventh. I thought we were all we were all in a row. Yeah, pretty much. Weird. I think it was you and me then Austin. I think we were at third. Fourth Suck it, Hunter. Weird. Me and Drew beat you. I was ahead of you guys. No, he was oh, ahead, ahead of us. Yeah, I was third. You, uh, Drew was fourth. Suck it, me, good. Hunter beat you. <laughs> Drew's team was pretty dang good. Uh, my team was the Brotherhood of Mutants team. It was GSX Magneto. Huh. They'll be the cheesy in here. Oh my gosh. Chester Cheetos. Up. <laughs> Is that jalapeno or just original? It's fiery as fuck. Anyway, GSX Magneto, GSX Sabretooth. Hmm, really feeling the Velveeta. Did you put your, oh, uh, come co- on. Did you put the custom trench coat on them yet? No, I need, uh. I need to do that. Uh, Scarlet Witch from Chaos War. Oh. And my main man, Toad. Toad. I love that Toad. Where's the, the cheesiest piece on that team? <laughs> and people underestimate that Toad. He's, He's so good, man. Is where you play in book, too, right? Yep. Yeah. Imagine a Toad that can actually deal damage, too. With seven hammers? Until he's been popped off a team base. And just hops around. That's quaking everywhere. You'd be like, how does that team fit 400 points? It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. It's like 399. Because I remember adding all those pieces up and it was 372 points. It was like, put book on here and I'm good to go. See, Drewster here is taking it upon himself to say everything I play is cheese. Then he pulls out that GSX Mags and Chaos War Scarlet Witch. Hey, man. I gotta imagine. I'm just saying, like, I want to get into this one day, but it's not going to be today. <laughs> oh, no, here we go. Because I'm sincerely getting tired of people calling things cheese. I, I mostly play around, but we'll, we'll get into this another day. I gotta imagine that Magneto with Nulls and Sabretooth with Angers would be pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty. He's flipping me off, but <laughs> he just played an equally... There's a even... lot of good stuff that would be good with certain hands. Like I said, I played Blizzard with Angers Hammer, and it was freaking uh, ridiculous. We'll, 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 get, we'll get into another piece that's good with Angers Hammer in it here in a bit. Uh, any piece ever. Yeah, true. No, this piece I'm going to talk about is really good. But, um, yeah, I did okay. I mean, I ended up losing to, G, uh, G, not GSX, Web of Spider-Man, <laughs> not Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, guy's impossible to hit, even with book, and it's just... Yeah, when I talk about it today... Yeah, he's tough to hit. Yeah, he's... He's just... I hate that piece. I love that piece, actually. It's one of my favorite pieces, but... Oh, man. What about giving that dude a hammer? Giving him nulls so that he gets willpower and plus two attack? That's what he did to me today. Okay, because usually, like, his only deficit is he doesn't have willpower and he has a low attack. You give him a freaking hammer and give him nulls. 19 defense, 12 or 13 attack, actually, I think. Just the fact that it's a night... I don't know. You guys know about Nightcrawler, so... Screw Nightcrawler. But the entire, I did I did good. My first game was kind of a roll because Magneto's stupid, and he had a range team, which means I was gonna win because <laughs> Magneto just you can't beat Magneto if you're playing a range team. Gee, I wonder why Austin would hate that Magneto? Because all you play is range teams. I played a melee team today. Yeah. Well, Iron Man's your big guy, so. Thank you for calling him my big guy and nothing vulgar. 
There's a little subtext to that. Uh, what'd you play today at the dugout for our 600 point duo ooh, ooh, attack? I'm starting off the dugout too. I feel special. What'd you play? I forgot. Oh, uh, Blue, Blue I play, Beetle Booster Gold? I, no, not Blue Beetle. No, I played uh, uh, Mr. Miracle and Overall. Yeah, a different JLI team. Why don't you tell us about that combo with Angers that might rhyme with Homo? Slobo. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm in Austin. Oh, yeah, I meant, to, I meant to ask you, how did Lobo with the Angers Hammer go? He's good. I mean, I, like, I didn't get to do much with him. I won't want him to, but, like, when he got in, he got in. I'd like to see him with Angers and uh, Scotty's together. He he rolls on to Flurry, where his second thing is a lock damage value. That's so sick! Yeah, that is really good. He's And he has some exploit already, doesn't he, on his dial? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he has a little prop control here and there, too. Yeah. I like to play in that piece. Um, we play, you played him in that battle royale. Yeah, again. I was gonna say he's a great royale piece because on each person's turn he gets the yeah. heal one. So I can only imagine him with Anger's Hammer also that he'd be ridiculous. Um, who else do you have? Uh, Anniversary Ice, who's a really good player. Anniversary piece. Ice. She has what a eight range barrier. In-cap. Eight range barrier and a special in cap that they can't be moved or placed with it until your next turn. Uh, who else were you running? Blue Beetle from DC 10th. Booster Gold from Batman. Um, Mr. Miracle and Oberon from Brave and the Bold. Now how did they, how, what all do they do? Because I've never played them. How do they work? Okay. Seen them. What's special about them? This is a piece I wanted for a long time. Um, and I finally got it from a good friend named Tony. <laughs> Let me that? pull it up here. Yeah. Mr. Miracle and Oberon. Um, the thing about them is they're a very good melee piece that, you know, gets in and really doesn't die. an 18 combat reflex? That is an 18. point figure? So 18 reflexes with perplex and charge and leap climb. When they use charge, they can ignore hindering and characters and auto, auto breakaway. And then they get a special attack ability. Friendly characters within six squares ignore opponent's plasticity and succeed on breakaway results of two to six. Damn, you, they can go wherever they want. And they're Indom, which most of the duos from that set weren't Indom. The Brave and the Bold ones. Yeah. And they're only 115 points, too. They're a really good piece. Um, Understatement, dude. That Once I get, like, seven hammers out and they're unoutwittable, they just, their stock goes through the roof. They're, is this more financial? Is this... This is a great deal. This piece has value. Their stock is through the roof. Mr. American Oberon is only four bucks or something, so if you want to go, like, buy a piece, buy that. <laughs> we need to give Drew's own Mad Money YouTube-type show with Heroclix pieces. Buy the Scarlet Witch now! She's value! <laughs> She's money! I do say value a lot, but Mr. Miracle and Oberon is value. That looks like a fun piece. That's play. a value menu piece right there. Hey, let me get in a quick just the tip here. When you're playing Blue Beetle, remember that when you energy explosion, you also have Force Blast. With Triple Bolt. With Triple Bolt. And Sharpshooter. And Sharpshooter. I imagine he was a little nasty with the running shot. Oh my gosh. I didn't get a... He got killed. He was the biggest target. I remember when they announced those EE changes, all those threads popped up. What pieces are old Blue pieces? Beetle. Everyone was like, that Blue Beetle, that Blue Beetle, that Blue Beetle. But yeah. he... I did, like... He did God's work. I thought... I thought... Jeremy's piece was in a square, it wasn't, but it was lined up perfectly. He had someone here, someone here, and then someone over here, someone, you know, they were behind each other. And I just like, and then they had the duo over here, so I just hit them all. 
And I was just like, boom! You just whipped out the BB guns. And so that, that's just three. And they all had energy shield, too, so it was three damage. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> then I did it again, and then I died. <laughs> Still, for a 55-point yeah. figure to get off that much damage is pretty He's damn a boost. Cool. It ain't the only one that got off on there. Um, I played Cable and Deadpool Duo, which is a figure I've had for since the beginning of us playing Clicks. That was one of the first figures I got, and I've never played them. And honestly, I barely got to play them at all today, so I'm going to try them again some other time. Because I took the first round by, and then I had a soldier theme team. I had them, and uh, I wanted to try out uh, Detroit Steel, who I really enjoyed. He was really good. And I played two Mage Knight um, uh, Zandressen Winsman and two Mage Knight Gaslight Sword Brother. Both of which are excellent pieces for only 40 or 45 points. Those are the two mercenary pieces we talked about before. They are two of really the loved. better. Yeah, they're two of the better ones. They're yeah, two of the Drew better cheaper guys. Drew's excluded from this. And um, I play, So I had a soldier theme, and I would give the duo Null's Hammer because they don't have um, willpower. And I would give out a bunch of other hammers, and then I would also give them Anger's Hammer so they'd be hard to kill because they have 11 clicks of life. Yeah. And what's cool about Cable and Deadpool is they phase, and then they get a free duo uh, attack. The hell? Yeah, if they have no tokens, and then you phase them, no tokens, duo attack. I always use the perplex from the book on their damage, and they have two hammers, so they're at like a 14 attack, and they just don't miss. And then um, I can do that, or then the second time I can running shot, or I can sit there and RCE. And uh, then when you go to hit them, you'll hit them for a couple, but then they have Anger's Hammer, so they'll just phase away and regen. Um, the problem was, like I said, I took the first round by. Second round, I went up against Scott. We, um, I kind of ran away at the beginning so that I could set up and get hammers out and get Power Cosmic because he had the uh, Black Adam and Shazam duo, which was actually the original team I had built to play this. And then I realized I could play Cable Deadpool, so I switched my team up. And I, he has like a freaking 12 hypersonic, and he had Gauntlet. And so I basically tried to stay away from him, get all my hammers out before I was ready to fight him. Mm-hmm. And we ended up spending so long setting up that by the time we actually started fighting, time ran out. <laughs> um, he killed two of my cheap guys. I pumped like 11 clicks of damage into the duo and was just going to kill them and then wax the rest of the team. And time ran out before I could finish off the duo. And so I lost on uh, points. Third round I played against Philbo who had a... Pretty good defenders team with the, some good pieces, but he didn't have a resource, and I had book, and it was just too too much. It's just such a disadvantage not playing a resource. Did you actually explain what this event was earlier? Yeah, it's uh, six hundred points, and you must play a duo on your team. You don't you don't have to play a theme team or anything. And it was Silver Age, and uh, but like I said, I had a good time. The both of the Mage Knight pieces are awesome. That's good to hear. Even I was really hoping they would with be. or without hammers, they're both really good, especially with hammers. And um, um, I honestly, Detroit Steel did most of my damage. Like he's really sick. I t- Precision strike. You were looking at him, you were like, eh. And I was like, you get well, to say I told you so all the time. Honestly, you know where the where the goodness comes in with him is the ATA too. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but that precision strike energy explosion was really useful. Because, like in Scott's game, like he had a bunch of people grouped together getting defend balls and having like impervious on almost all of them. And Precision Strike just 1 1 1 1 1. Like, and on my second game. I don't game, care to spend thing. one damage to everybody every turn. So I really like Detroit Steel. I definitely want to try him again sometime. 
But I'm de I do want to try Cable and Deadpool again sometime because they look really fun, and I hardly got to use them that much in this uh, term as well. What did you play, Austin? So I wanted to try, when I heard it was a duo thing, I went with my 600-point Escalation team because I wanted to practice them before the next Escalation League. Drew called me cheese the whole way there and made fun of me. Hey, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> absorbing when I, Titania's when, cheese. When they I, are really good. I don't know that they're cheese, but they're freaking good. If Lobo with Anger's Hammer is cheese, then absorbing man Titania. I'd say they're cheese. on the same level of goodness. Well, then good. You have no room to talk. Just saying, Drew. Just saying. Don't honestly. kill me, Drew. I don't want to. Today's show was sponsored by Velveeta. <laughs> <laughs> How many cheese references can we fit in one episode? Um, basically, my 600-point escalation team was... Um, Hunter had posted saying that we could start them unmerged as long as we merged them on the first turn. So that way we could have a later split option that was a little higher. Um, so I went with my 600-point escalation team, which is Ellie Absorbing Man, Titania, um, Crimson Cal, uh, Melter, Grey Gargoyle, and Egghead. Once again, Gauntlet, Wrecking Crew on Absorbing Man. Um, turn one, merge, because I had to um, pick up two heavy objects, run in, start smashing stuff. Um, my first game was against a X-Men Brotherhood team. It was running the X-Men or the Professor X Magneto duo. Um, I wanted to kill that that brother or that uh, Professor X Magneto like as fast as possible, just because I knew that with he had a power plant with it, and I knew that there was some potential there that I didn't want to bother with. So uh, I ran up on it. Um, I outwitted its super senses, and I took two objects, consumed both to do three to my damage, and went smacked for seven. It's so sick that you can consume the um, and the other thing was I ran one of those uh, since it was Silver Age I ran one of those worker spiders for 10 points that have him power um, ran him with it so it was just I kept leap climbing up to bonus both my duo attack damage and just swing swinging for the hills um, after that duo drop though it was kind of like clean up like out with defense with egg, egg head and just run it and smash yeah were, were your games easy Austin? yeah the first one was hmm the uh, second game was not. Second game, his entire team was combat reflexes, super senses, and shape change. Um, he was running that Nightcrawler that everyone hates so much. Um, I made the mistake of wasting four turns of my life trying to hit the damn thing. Finally, I hit him, yeah, and I would have one-shot him, and Sorry. he super sensed. And he when I play Nightcrawler, I never go after him. I always go after the rest of the team, because the thing about Nightcrawler is he can't hit you hard. Yeah. Um... And he's pulling, his job is to hit you and pull you back to his teammates so they can do damage to you. So what you want to do is just get to the teammates and start busting them up because then you don't give a crap. Like the yeah. problem with Nightcrawler is, oh no, he's going to hit me and take me back to their, to the rest of his team. So just go to the rest of his team and that's, just start. That's what, when I realized that I could, I was like, I was running the math in my head. I'm like, okay, I got to get through shape change and I got to get through super senses. That's 33%, 33% for me not to hit it. It's like, I can, pro I can one-shot him, I know that, by consuming objects, you can put objects outside the game for the duo to swing. Um, I was like, okay, I can one-shot him if I can hit him, and I thought I'd hit him, but he kept perping his defense, he was hiding in stealth, um, it was just a mess. So finally I was like, screw it, I went after Ravager, outwit her defense, one-shot her, um, went after uh, Lady Deathstrike, almost one-shot her. Um, Phantom X, when, he got, when the guy got farther down his book... Phantom X became ridiculous. Like, those plus twos to stats. And the annoyance with Eva. If Eva dies that turn, he should be able to spawn one. 
I find it absurd that he can push it to like swing or something. Or to um, he should could, be able to. It, it he can. I'm just saying I don't like that. Oh okay. Because you can push her to do stuff like swing or something, and then spawn a new one. Oh, I game. have a Eva trick that's going to be coming up very shortly. Don't tell me that because I hate Eva. Oh, I don't care if you hate her or not. Yeah, uh, yes, he can do it. Yeah, he can do it. One action token, no friend. Because it doesn't say I have to be ending every turn. Yeah. So basically, every time I'd handle Eva or kill it or whatever, he'd just respawn at the next turn like it was nothing. Um, Greg Argoyle, though, I did laugh because. Uh, Nightcrawler grabbed Grey Gargoyle and brought him back and placed him in the middle of all their per- all his people. Well, that was a smart move. <laughs> yeah, seriously. However, Grey Gargoyle died very quickly. <laughs> um, oh man, that Grey Gargoyle I got some good play out of today. Like I really enjoyed him uh, my last game especially, but I lost my second game. Um, it just came down to the fact that he had so much super senses and combat reflexes and shape change that I just couldn't hit anything even without wit. Um, and then when books started hitting plus two and plus three, it was over. Um, my last game was against the War Machine Prime, uh, Iron Man War Machine Duo, the new one, um, Pepper Potts, and someone else. Uh, oh, the 50-point Tony Stark from Iron Man 3, the really good one that I love. Yeah. Um, Great piece. Yeah. Um, basically, I got lucky because Melter was on my team. Uh, Melter... Is so good against them, yes, all those pieces. So good. Um, I decided first off that I wasn't going to play the runaround game with his pieces. I had twelve movement on my absorbing man duo, and I was like, "Screw it!" I based him first turn, two objects in hand, and I said, "Bring it." Um, his war machine duo missed me, or his war machine prime missed me. The duo couldn't hit me. I kept hitting imperver super senses. Um, and I just started slugging it out. Like, I was outwitting defenses in, like, 7 damage, 6 damage, just swinging objects left and right within power and all this stuff. Um, that, the duo just, the fact that they keep spawning objects with their free action, as well as the fact that they make them when they kill people, too, is crazy. Like, there's never a shortage of objects for you just to get the bonus damage out of. Um, the cool thing though that was uh, the War Machine Prime got to two tokens I didn't want him to clear to zero because I knew he could do the double and he had pulse wave with like a four damage or whatever um, so I ran I waited till he had two tokens on War Machine and then ran Grey Gargoyle up so like I kind of waited like I didn't move him that turn I waited till he had two moved Grey Gargoyle up Grey Gargoyle tied him up but it also locked him at two tokens where he could only clear one and couldn't be given the double power action um, for 95 points, that Grey Gargoyle is great. Um, my opponent hit me for 3 or 4, knocked me onto a 4 damage exploit on anyone with 2 tokens. Um, it, love that piece. Like, I w- honestly, I'm going to be playing that Grey Gargoyle a lot more. Um, he's a slow mover. I would recommend like someone that can carry him. Um, never be afraid to push him. He gets better as he gets pushed. His like 3rd and 4th clicks are his best clicks. He picks up Invul and all this other stuff. Um, he's got super strength, so if you need someone that can consume objects. Um, Melter, Melter had great play. Um, I just learned, I learned a lot of pieces today that, like, I hadn't had a chance to play yet that I really enjoyed. Well, let's move into Just a Tip. Uh, this Just a Tip this week comes from a writer, or from a listener of the show who wrote us an email. And his tip basically, um, 
I don't want to read the whole thing and the language it's in, but basically he's saying that um, newer players or super competitive players should always be willing to kind of teach, or sorry, older players and or super competitive players should always be willing to teach new players and and casual players the ins and outs of of characters and help them um, even after the game, even if you just kicked the new player's butt, like if you have a few minutes after the match, go over, you know, with the with the person and and kind of teach them. Don't be afraid of um, of sharing information. Like people, some people. I now this is kind of a personality type thing, but some people worry too are too worried about um, other people getting better because they don't want the competition. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Like when if they beat a player and they have time to sit and say, well, you know, you could have done this when you had this situation, or um, if you would have better odds if you did this, you know, they don't want people to learn because they don't want the competition. But Will Holland's uh, tip is just to take time to teach other players, and you know, and also on the flip side, the more experienced or more competitive players need to realize that not every game and every event should be quote-unquote game on where I need to go all out and play ridiculous. GSX Magneto and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> that ri- was one where I wanted to go all out, though. Play ridiculous teams. <laughs> you fucking did. <laughs> play, the good team, play your really good teams when it's time and, and play other teams when it's not time. So thanks, Will Holland, for contributing. If anybody else would like to write us just the tips... Uh, send them to us at dialh4heroclix at gmail.com. We're going to move into our main topic and get this show moving along. We're going to talk about sets in 2014. We're going to go over what we are already go- confirmed to see, excuse me, confirmed to see um, as far as sets and events. Right now we just have one event that we know about. And then we'll talk about sets that we either want or we expect WizKids has a pretty good chance of making in 2014. So, like I said, first we'll start off with what we already know is going to go down. The first sets we're getting are in February, and that is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Gravity Feed, which is uh, has way has what thirty some figures in it. Way more than that, like over fifty. It's gigantic. I'll pull up that while I'm talking I think about that. It might be six. We're also getting Superman Legion of Superheroes in February, which has a Gravity Feed, a ten count booster bricks. And the uh, Legion of Doom Fast Forces, which I'm freaking psyched oh, about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! will have... Jesus figures. Christ. 55 different figs and a 24-count gravity feed. A CTD I'm finally happy to buy because I won't be afraid of getting dupes every five seconds. You could buy two things. I'm really <laughs> thinking dupes. about a case. Then in March, we have the Cap Winter Soldier. Based off the movie, we have a CTD for that and a starter set for that. Then in April, we get Days of Future Past. We get a just a gravity feed, and then the Sentinel pack, uh, kind of optional, more expensive pack so for are those. Are you going to buy a bunch of those Sentinels to play with Master Mold? Um, I will definitely buy a couple. I'm going to have to be really choosy on what I buy clicks-wise, but I definitely plan on getting a couple Sentinels because Master Mold's the best Colossal yes, they ever made. Yes, sir. Or, not best as in dishing out, like, but he's the best. He's the most fun, though. He's the best. Or she, whatever you want to say. He's the best. It is the best. Uh, Deadpool. We get that in May. That is also a Gravity Feed, a Brick, and a Thunderbolts Fast Forces, which we're looking forward to as well. Some other ones that are not on the official website, but we already know that are coming, would be the 
Guardians of the Galaxy full set and movie set. The full set will be a full like five figure booster, and then the movie will be a CTD. We have another Yu Gi Oh uh, set that comes out towards the end of the year, I really? think. Yeah. I know. I know that they said they have three sets planned. Yeah, I think the. I think the um, I, well, I think what they were saying is they have the starter sets that already came. They have the February first main set, and then I think there's another no, big they, set. They have three full fifty-five figure CTDs planned. Okay, well, the second one I think comes in the winter of 2014. And then uh, they said they have a, a monthly OP event thing that they're planning too down the line. Uh, we are getting a Godzilla set. No details on exactly how many figures, but we saw that um, solicitation a long time ago. Off topic for a second, have you seen the trailer for that movie yet? No. Oh, gosh, it looks awesome. And then the last one we haven't talked about is the Return of the King for Lord of the Rings. Which is supposed to be getting its own CTD set eventually. No, I no exact date on that yet, but we know it's coming because we saw those in the the Fort Wayne um, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, at the Alliance Openness. I'm kind of sad because I was really hoping they'd do uh, like giants or something in it for Ents and Balrogs and all kinds of crap. But it doesn't look like they're doing anything gimmicky for it. And then also don't forget that we have the War of the Light event, which will feature two separate sets that will switch. The first three months will be. One different one set, and then the last three months will be a different one. So that's another two sets. So we already know of over a dozen sets, uh, and just that one War of the Light event. So let's first talk about what do we expect would get made in 2014 as far as either CTD or full sets. I don't know if we'll see another five-figure booster announced for it. For um, the whole year? Yeah, I think... Oh, we def- dude. The okay, let's think about five figure boosters. They have Slosh in February, they have Deadpool in May, May. and then they're gonna have say, when will AVX be over? Um, March, March. March. So that means that the the two sets for the OP kit are gonna run from April, April, May, June, July, August. They would be up in September. I think another. I think they put out another five figure set in probably July or August, probably late July, early August. I think they do Which, another five figure set. Oh, Gravity of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a five figure set. Yeah, but that's not till like. No that's time. like summer, isn't it? I thought it was until the fall, because they said it was going to be. That's around when they're doing the next event. You mean when the? Oh, that's for the next event event. Well, no, no, no. The next event event. Is going to be after War the Light runs up, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking that it's going to be another DC event. They did two Marvels in a row. I think they're going to do two DCs. In well, a row. all I know is they said that AVX leads into whatever event they're doing next. Oh, they did. Yeah, that's freaking. Ah. I don't want another Marvel event. Tired of these Marvel events. Marvel events are done. Oh, what are they going to do? Infinity Crisis and undo all HeroClix rules so you can redo them again? I wouldn't be. I have I don't disagree. I'm trying to look and see if Guardians of the Galaxy has an official release date yet. First August? Yeah. Uh, August 2014. So like I said, end of July, early August, I think we get our Guardians of the Galaxy 6. And then there's gonna... There's still, what, September, October, November, December. They'll still be at least around November, October, another yeah, five figures. There's at least going to be one more DC set, well, and like, there's probably... There's going to be another DC. You're right, Drew, because look, that's how many Marvels. It's three Marvels. Yeah. Although, 
Well, unless you unless they're going to count okay, Lord of the Light as a DC set. All right, so let's go around around the table and say five figure. If they made a five figure DC set that hasn't been announced yet, what would you think it would be? Well, I was going to say, what does this look like compared to this year's schedule? This year's schedule was way busier than what we're predicting already. But I mean, five figure wise, we had Teen Titans ASM, <laughs> Teen Titans ASM Invincible Iron Man. No, ASM was last year, wasn't it? No, it's no, February. February. So we had. Amazing Spider-Man, Teen Titans, Wolverine, Wolverine and Invincible uh, Iron Man. Fear Itself, yeah. and Invincible Iron Man, so that's five. five so so far we only have one, two, three, and four. We only had one DC set this year. So yeah, I could I could see them announcing another one towards the end of the year. Yeah, but they had some, uh, They we had we only had one main DC set, but we had No Man's Land was ending, um, and Batman, and SOG, SOG had just came out the end of December. And then we had the uh, Man of Steel, and the Batman TV, and the Batman Arkham Origins. So it kind of we got a decent. Amount I could of see one DC more five figure set around November or so. I wouldn't. I would think anything sooner than that. I think I'll go first. I think if if they do another DC set, I think depending on if Slosh sells well, I think towards the end of the year they do a villains slash Flash set or do a villain set where they do the Rogues. Because I think everybody is clamoring. It's not just us who wants Flash and the Rogues. Everybody. Every, I've seen it on like I, tons of our Every freaking person I talk to wants Flash and the Rogues made, remade. So, and Flash is a popular enough character. So I think either you get a villain set or you get a Flash set. I think we honestly might be looking at a Forever Evil CTD at some point in the next year or so. Um, I don't think, think they do a CTD. I think they do a full five-figure set if they're going to do it. They can do a five-figure set easily. Well, WizKids has already said a few times they're wary about putting out sets full of villains because they don't think they'll sell. Like, pure villain sets. Whether or not Arkham Origins impacted that decision or not, like, now that it's been out and probably sold well. I don't see their thinking behind that because most people want more villains. Like, yeah, seriously. The average clicks player that you talk to wants more villains. Um, Drew, what do you think DC wise? Who else could support a set that you think would be likely to get their own set? It's going to be rough. I think Flash is probably going to be the focal point, um, but I think there will be a lot of stuff in there that you know. I think Wonder Woman's definitely going to be a side. You know, Wonder Woman would be my second thing. I think they maybe they do. A Trinity set, but do mostly Wonder Woman. I'm wondering if we're going to see some more Wonder Woman related, like gods in uh, Slosh. Uh, not we, many. We're getting Orion. I'm wondering if we might see. Well, the, no. The thing is, Orion is is a new gods character. He just happens oh, okay. to be in Wonder Woman right now. You know what didn't I mean? Know, I didn't know that. Like, um, I think, I think they will do Wonder Woman will be a sub theme at the very least. I think. Of, I agree. Of one I, of the sets in. And I'm really happy about that because she definitely needs to be. The only other one I can see that really needs redone is Aquaman. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the two that I can think of is either they do an Atlantis Amazonian duo duo set, or like some sort of like god set period like that. What they really need to do, what I would like to see them do, is do a DC mystical set. Yes. Which you could put throw Wonder Woman in on that because she's yeah. missed, you know. And Shazam, damn it! And yeah, and Shazam, and all. Come on, the, man! Slosh isn't over with. We don't know everything in Slosh. They're yet. not gonna do it, Drew. Don't get my hopes up, man. Don't do that to me. Um. Now you guys made me lose my train of thought. 
I think a Flash. DC mystical, Zam, mystical, a DC villain, or a DC Flash. I think you're gonna definitely one of those three is gonna be your main five figure DC set the next year. I think that, that's a fair estimation, especially I, my money's on Flash. Um, I was doing some digging into Hellboy. It turns out it doesn't sound like from what I'm reading from the director's uh, interviews and stuff. It doesn't sound like the movie's even gonna happen. Um, they definitely haven't even started production or anything on it, so we're not going to get a Hellboy movie set in 2014 like we had initially said a few months back we were hoping. Um, I definitely think you're going to get some kind of a Spider-Man set, at least a CTD. Uh, the They can't do an official movie set because they don't own the rights. Like if you notice for the X Men Days of Future Past, that movie set is not or that set that we're getting the CTD is not actually based on the movie. It's just based around the event in the comics. Yeah. So they would, I think they'll do something similar to that for Spidey Two. Uh, actually, there's no freaking way they don't do something like that for Spidey Two. Yeah. Um, I think there's a decent chance we can maybe see a Transformers. There's another Transformers movie coming out. I know it'd be hard to do because it has Hasbro, Hasbro and everything. Is the, but they would make so much money. Hasbro would. I mean, WizKids could afford to throw Hasbro. Hasbro some money. is just you know so Nazi-ish over the yes. Um, that's about all the things that I would expect to see. Honestly, I think I think and want there to be a villain set or a mystical set. And so, in either one, I wish they do both of those because then you can do Wonder Woman in the mystical, and you can do Rogues in the villain set, and throw a Flash in there. You know, in either one of them. And so they've been talking. What do you think the Marvel? What do you think? Okay, let's say, what do you think the next DC or Marvel event will be if they do? I think that they one? should do a DC event, and they should do, uh, um, either Forever Evil or, um, the uh, what the fuck was the other event that they just did? Uh, Trinity War? Trinity War. I think they need to just do Trinity War. And that way they can do a villain's theme in that and a mystical theme and get them both done in the same set. Or they just do it as a duo event and the first set is Trinity War and it turns into Forever Evil. That has both things in it. It has both of what you need in DC Clicks. You need more quintessence and more mystical more big power pieces, and you need more villains. Your Dr. Light comes in melted. No, that's intended. (laughs) (laughs) Because supposedly the AVX event, they said, kind of hints at the next coming event. A lot of people have been speculating, like, no one really... A lot of people are talking about they kind of want an Infinity event because it'd be out when Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Um, We already had an Infinity event. Yeah, um... What do you mean? Infinity War, a gauntlet... I, I know, but I mean, like, based on the current Infinity event. I know, but, but it's just saying, like, no. they don't need another Cosmic no. event. And I love Cosmic. I don't think Marvel needs another Cosmic event yet. Um, the other one people were saying is uh, Age of Apocalypse. With, uh, like, maybe the Seed of Apocalypse being the resource or something like that. No, I'm going to say Civil War. It's going to be... I think, Marvel, I think Civil War will be the next five-figure set. I think Marvel... I think Civil War is too, too obvious of a choice. Yeah. Because they're really... Pushing the two sides to everything. Yeah, true. What more obvious is there to do than Civil War? Yeah. Have a special cap. Have a special Iron Man. Have um, keywords that you know fit each one, and you can have Luke Cage with the Cap team and Iron. You know, have an like, Iron Man that can morph into Mephisto. You can. <laughs> you can have Iron Man and Reed and you know everybody on the on the registration side. I just and want a Fantastic Force. You can do your. 
Oh well, that's what we're we're gonna get to Marvel. That was one of my okay. hopes and expectations. I I, I think they'll maybe they won't do a full set on. There'll at least be a sub theme in something. They're big enough that like I mean they have already had their own set with Fantastic Forces, but they definitely need one. Here's what I'm now. hoping they do. They do a basically. This is my Marvel one slash. I think they might do a New York City heroes set. Where you can do because all these figures need clicks. Fantastic Four and some of their main villains, Falcon. Daredevil and some of his main villains. Falcon. Although we are getting a Daredevil in Deadpool, uh, Punisher needs a reclicks and some of his He's villains. Deadpool too. Isn't Falcon out of NYC? Uh, kind of. Um, I'm talking about like the classic, um, like Iron Man, Fantastic Four, Spidey, yeah. Daredevil, Punisher, uh, Moon Knight. Um, th- there's one that I'm forgetting. Besides Spider-Man. I just... Um, they definitely will do... There's no freaking way we get through 2014 without there being another big Avengers or S.H.I.E.L.D. set. Yeah, I, I fully agree. agree. It's not gonna happen. But here, here's the... We ain't escaping. Or it'll be early Or it'll be early next... The thing is, Web of Spider-Man rotated. We got Amazing Spider-Man. GSX rotated. We got Wolverine and the X-Men and Days, for Future, Days of Future Past. And those are fair points. Now, here's the thing, though. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to rotate, or Galactic Guardians. We're already getting Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So we're not. I don't think they get. Like I but said, we're going to lose the Fantastic Four there. They have some pieces in Chaos War, but they have a lot more in Galactic. Oh, Fantastic Guardians. Four needs to be redone. Period. Um, but like I said, I think when they do the cutoffs, I think they leave Chaos War alone. I don't see them touching Chaos War. I agree. It would buy them another year before they have to do yeah. a full Avengers set. But um, I think 2014, you we do not get away. F- we do not, not. <laughs> there's no way an Avengers set or at least a, especially at least it being a major sub theme in or one of early the sets. Avengers two comes out this year, doesn't it? No, next year. No, next year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Marvel's a little bit harder to go with, I think, because their sets like you can really never. It's kind of hard to predict because, like, Spider-Man, I don't think any of us could have guessed the Spider-Man set would have been half monsters and mystical. Really. Okay, I'm tired of people saying that because the people who are in that set still are in a lot of Spidey books. Legion of oh, Monsters. Oh, I know. I'm just... Legion of Monsters are in tons of Spidey books. But, I mean, and... had you told me that the Spider-Man set would have werewolves and zombies as well, its generic, I, I, I wouldn't expect it as much, but I don't have... I, think I don't it, have a problem. I think it's well warranted. It's a yeah, great set. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it... They do have something to do with Spidey. Like, people act like they have absolutely nothing to do with Spider-Man. Like, they are in tons of Spider-Man books. The freaking Legion of Monsters is even in some Spider-Man books. It's been a while. Yeah. But they're in it. They're in Daredevil a lot, who's another New York City, you know, villain or a character. Like, And then you had the Sinister Syndicate sub-theme. And then you had... Some of the mist, some of the heroes for hire, which is another like New York City, you know, yeah. based book. Actually, a whole lot of that is Spidey. I mean, you got yeah. how many freaking chases that you know eight chases for him. Then, not counting Spidey twenty ninety nine, the three different freaking guys and the number twenty four one. If that, you uh, say like, so, there were a saying, ton of when it comes to predicting what sets they're going to do with what sub themes. If you say Amazing Spider-Man was not a good Spider-Man set, I will come up in there and I will... I love this set. Sure you... Sure you! Um, anybody else got any other guesses on a Marvel? How about an Invincible... Oh, wait. Um, 
Well, how about a Wrecking Crew and Alpha Flight set? No way. Oh, wait, we got that. People are saying Thor set. I don't see it. I don't I think, think we we just Fear had, itself covered a lot of we the Asgardians. Well, and then Thor Dark World. Yeah. Like, we've had plenty of Thor to go around. I don't need more Thor in my life. Um, uh, I don't need more X-Men. We're we'll already do... getting Days of Future Past. We just had Wolverine the X-Men back. It's only been since August, so we don't need more X-Men. I think we'll see a Marvel Knights CTD. We're losing, we're losing Hulk, so we're going to lose the punit. We're going to gain a Punisher in Daredevil. But I'm going to say no way. But I can see them as a sub thing. Because I mean, that would kind of cover your New York City stuff. Oh yeah, it definitely would cover the as New a CTD. Just do Marvel Knights want to include all that? Yeah, yeah, they could do it. They could do it and just call it Marvel Knights. Yeah, they could at least cover Punisher, Daredevil, and well, they couldn't cover Fantastic Four with Marvel Knights though. Well, I mean, they can call it whatever the hell they want. They could do Moon Knight, Daredevil, and Punisher. Um, Because, I mean, like, we're losing a lot of those figures that are related to that with Incredible Hulk rotating out. Um, We may see another Hulk set. It's a possibility. People have been bringing that up. With it being, or at least, like, a big sub-theme in a set. Because it's rotated out. Hulk is a very popular character. And some of the other characters in that set are no longer modern age either. Like, uh, let's, well, again, that's when Daredevil and Punisher got made. So now you don't have freaking Punisher or Daredevil. And you're going to get Daredevil in, uh, you're going to get both of them in Deadpool. But I think they're going to spread it out and put the Red Hulk. Red Hulk's, of course, going to be through the Dare, or the Deadpool set. But they'll throw Hulk in with the Avengers set, or they'll throw him in the, they'll, they might throw the, like, modern armor Hulk in. Guardians of the Galaxy, just because. Um, sorry, sorry. I think, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I may not do another full set, but he would at least likely be a sub. Because they they did nail most of his villains with that set. Like I don't, I can't think of any like Hulk related characters they really missed. I think they should and will do a Shield slash Aim or Shield slash Hydra redo because yeah avengers movie is probably going to get the axe i think it, I, it will get actually yeah i definitely i think get, it probably will get cut that they might update. be the cutoff so i think they do another like i said another avenger set or avenger slash shield set but also you got to think uh whenever we did our um event for iron man and i went through to look at how many hydra and how many aim there are there's, there's like an, there's less than 20 options for either one in modern age and actually actually i'd say for both of them there's like 15 or less options yeah and with the loss of hulk and all that there will be with the with the loss of avm you're losing a ton yeah, yeah. um i think that's, that's most of possible. and uh, you're losing quite a few shield pieces too when you do when you cut i almost wonder if we'll see another cap set basically of well, we're already getting winter soldier which is gonna have a few hydra in it that's true so but I think there's no way we don't get a main Avengers or main Shield set. So, how many resources did we get this year? Two power plant, uh, three. Phoenix. Yeah, we kind of got three. Oh, and the book, yeah. Because we got book and power plant, and then we got the start of the Phoenix. Force. So it's a given we're going to get some resources this year. What do you think we'll see? Actually, we kind of got four because on the end Bad of No Bell. Man's no, at the end of No Man's Land, we got Penguin. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which was like January of 2013. I need to play that penguin. <laughs> I know, I do too. He's actually pretty legit. He's like pretty his good. Little I saw him play resource. the first too. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, the cool thing about him is even with the new rules, you can still assign him to a team base or to uh, 
yeah. things like that. I really like the idea of the lanterns, by the way, with the different colors and everything. Did you look at the models of them and see that the bases have the slits for attaching things to them? Kind of like how the uh, Cape Crusader has in the rocks. Really? Yeah. So something will attach to that base for sure. Huh. Um, but I really like I like the fact I'm really hoping all the lanterns are fleshed out to where they're not like drastically different to where it's like learning a new resource every time. I just kind of hope they keep the same general theme with maybe a different dial. Yeah, I have no idea how they're going to do it. Um, I hope that they just each give different powers to your dudes, but, I mean, there's no telling. Well, there's really no point in even speculating because it's not going to be much longer before we get yeah, actual, so. you know, solid info on them anyway. So, so what, did, what did our fans say on the Facebook page? Like, what did they want to see? There was a bajillion and two answers on here. I'll just pull up. First of all... Our Reddit thread was like ridiculous. Are you serious? Our Reddit thread was crazy popular. I'll look on, uh, let's see what most people said on Facebook and Twitter. Of course, this is one of those, like, the answer to this was just as, um, just as different as freaking what clicks would you like made if you won yep. freaking, you know. Um, one person said a Jake said a gravity feed for arrow. That's something that might potentially be made. I, I could see that. Yes, yeah, yeah, because awesome. Warner Warner Brothers is really really in with uh, um, whiz kids and any. Bill scene. said kind of what we were saying. A forever evil set would be awesome because you'd get villains, you'd get Shazam, you'd get some the crime syndicate, and then as LEs you could do like some of the heroes that need to be remade, like Flash. Someone had the nerve to say another Batman set. Um, <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Avengers Initiative. You know what's going to be funny next year? We're going to be like, you know what would be good, guys? A Batman set. Well, they, someone on there said <laughs> Avengers in, Initiative. Um, do they mean like the 50-state initiative where they have yes. all those different... And see, that's why I would like a Civil War set like done really well because there are all those side heroes. Like You see some of them in Scarlet Spider, the book. Um, they, he runs into like the Texas Twisters or whatever. Like, they're just, like, little side characters, but they're interesting, and they'd be kind of cool because there's nowhere else you're really going to get them. Like, they'd have to be an, initi- an initiative set or nowhere. Our Reddit thread has 81 comments. Are you kidding me? Um, another person said an arrow set, and um, quite a few people liked the idea of that. Another person says, we're long overdue for a Fantastic Four set or Future Foundation. I agree. I'll freaking orgasm if we get Future Foundation. Um, well, I get a Johnny Storm with worms in his chest. Another person saying a villain set or Justice League Dark, which is more mystical characters. Actually, I was thinking about it. The last Justice League set was... The Justice League 52 had almost all the, the jail yeah. guys in there. Although, we couldn't use a Frankenstein. I really want an... Dude, when, an Asian machine. When was well, the last getting, time we got Frank? We're getting, Amethy- we're getting Amethyst and Slosh. A, and, a, a Frankenstein of sword. Yeah, There's well, only one for him, and he's ridiculously old. Um, really? Yeah, he's stupid old. So, Frank, in Justice League Dark, they pulled Frank and uh, Amethyst or whatever over from their books um, into Justice League Dark for that short period of time. I wonder if, since we're getting Amethyst in the Slosh set, if we'll also get Frankenstein in there. I would kill for a Frankenstein. Dude, the Frankenstein in JL Dark was awesome. A lot of people are saying Flash and Wonder Woman like we thought. And I'm a lot of people to, are Godzilla set would be awesome. Another Flash, uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad would be another one I can see them doing. Honestly, what they need to just do is just do a new Fifty Two set and just hit all the DC characters that need to be made. 
like Shazam and like Flash they could do some crazy stuff like with Frank. some of the books that got canceled too, like Resurrection Man. Well, like and like Dial uh, New Fifty Two would be the equivalent of them doing a Deadpool set, where they can just throw whatever they need to throw in there, and yeah. it doesn't matter. They can do that with New Fifty Two, and whoever click, we're gonna need a, a, a new Animal Man and Swamp Thing. Both need to be remade yes, in there they too. Do. Because Animal Man's already golden, and if Superman's going to be the first set cut, so then our Swamp Thing that we have is going to be golden as well. Mm-hmm. Hunter, so I want to make goes. a $5 bet that we see a Howard the Duck in Deadpool. Howard the Duck in Deadpool. All right, I'll bet you that right now. Handshake. Happening at $5 nine, going on the desk right now. 9.18 p.m. Eastern on January the 4th. Five's on the desk. I say there will not be a Howard the Duck in the set. <sighs> I it's hope the perfect set to just throw him in there. And they just put the duo out. I think they'll do it. Here, you keep the money in your pocket. Nope, I'll lose it. it. Right. <laughs> I'll spend it on hero clicks. Um, no, you won't. <laughs> speaking of bets, I lost a bet on the freaking Anderson Silva fight. I had, <laughs> it's not funny. It is hilarious. It's not hilarious. You cursed him. Did you eat your olives yet? Well, I had... No. I had... Aaron's not making me... Aaron's not letting me back out. I have to eat the olives. He doesn't care about the fact that one of my favorite fighters of all time is done for life with fighting. <laughs> I had two separate bets. One was with Phil. I said, "There's if Anderson Silva is coming into this fight and is actually trying 100%, there's no way in hell that Chris Weidman is going to beat him, let alone Jesus Christ himself reincarnated in, in MMA form. And I bet I bet Phil like fifteen bucks, and then I bet Aaron. Aaron hates pickles. I hate olives. Last time that I lost a bet and had to eat olives, I puked them up. Oh my god! You even gave him a weighted bet for this one too. Yeah, I even said he only has to eat two pickles, and I have to eat five olives. That's how sure I was. For those of you who've seen the Anderson Silva fight, uh, it's been two weeks now. I feel like we can spoil it. Um, he broke his leg in the most grotesque freak accident way possible in the second round of a pretty even first round. It turned round. into a floppy meat too. Like, yeah. first round he got taken down and he got hit really hard, but from the bottom he hit with so many elbows he busted Weidman's eye like yeah. wide open. He was doing damage from the bottom. And then second, so it was pretty even the first round. And then second second round start of it, he kicked and hit uh, Weidman's knee and literally cut directly through both his tibia and fibia, fibula. So they did, they did, like... He already had surgery. Um, yeah, he, said it, he said it feels good and he wants to get back already to training, but the doctor's like, uh, no, slow your roll. Like, <laughs> this is at least six months to a year before you can even walk on it, so... But anyways, Phil was like... Phil's another fellow MMA former practitioner and, and appreciate, you know, really knows the sport... He was like, that was a freak accident. We'll rebet the money on another. F-. He was just going to give me the money back. I was like, no, just keep it. We'll bet Aaron on it. Back it out. We'll bet on another fight. Aaron, like, messages me, and he's like, yeah, so how about you losing your, eating your olives? And I was like, I'll eat the olives. I don't care. I'm just sad that Silva's probably never going to fight again in his life. He is probably. And Aaron's like, yeah, eat them olives, son of a bitch. I'm like, Aaron, you can be a little bit sensitive. You have to give him some credit, though. It's not like he wins bets against you often. <laughs> it was like, you know, you can be a little more sensitive. I would not have taken that bet for anything. It's not like he got knocked out. Like, this yes. was a freak accident. Uh, anyways, sorry. I, well, Chris Weidman, he did oh, check he's credit. He checked yeah. those cacks for... Yeah, perfect. I'm not... I'm just saying, like, you never see somebody... I don't think I've ever... You, no, it's never happened. <laughs> 
You'd never see somebody. Let last alone, time I saw a leg like that was that basketball. Kevin player. Ware last year, yeah. and the, the let alone took him a year to come back. But see, the thing is, Silva's already ready to retire. He's old as crap, anyways. Yeah. You factor in the fact that you're never going to be the same after an injury like that, A, and then B, it takes you a year to even come back, and you have to get back in you shape. You have to retrain at, to that point. At 40-some years old to fight, it's not going to happen. He's done. Even if he comes back, he's not going to be anywhere near what he At least he still was. has seven more legs. So that's why I'm really sad is that one of my fighters is, you know. Yeah, because I'm fighter. <laughs> so we got a $5 bet that Austin thinks Howard the Duck will be in the set. All right, fair enough. I think it's a decent shot. I really want him to be in you, there. As you said, it's one of those sets where they can literally just throw whatever the hell they feel like it in it. And I don't see him in any other sets, really. And I think it's it'd be nice to have a modern one to merge the duo While into. we're making bets, let's say, let's predict Super Bowl... Uh, let's predict the Super Bowl game and who we think is going to be in it and see who gets the closest a few weeks from now. Rams versus Lions. All right, you automatically lose. <laughs> Drew? The Chiefs? No. Um, yeah, it's kind of cheap because they already know one team that's not going to be in it. <laughs> um, Broncos-Panthers. I was going to say that exact same thing, and I think Broncos will take it. That's who I said was going to be in Broncos-Panthers. Okay, since you guys are stealing my fucking Broncos-Panthers that I said in the truck earlier today, <laughs> I'll go Broncos-Seahawks. Just because it's, the I bet you cheer ride. for the Steelers if they. Well, win. we can't all go for the same. Hey, thing. how's that field goal unit for Kansas City doing, Hunter? Don't you start your shit with me. Oh, the motherfucker didn't miss any kicks today. He was dead <laughs> on. He was ready. But when the Steelers' playoffs hopes are on the line, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan could have made that field goal. <sighs> anyway, Dan, you got new legs. <laughs> You still can't kick. All right, Hunter says Broncos, Seahawks. You guys say Broncos and Panthers. We'll see what happens. Do you think the Panthers or Broncos will take it, though, Drew? That's what matters here. I want the Panthers to win. Okay, so Drew's got Panthers. I got Broncos. All right, fair enough. I'll go go Seahawks over the Broncos. Although I would cry if that happened because I really want Peyton to get another Super Bowl before he dies. Uh, Okay. (laughs) You act like he's going to die tomorrow. (laughs) It's going to happen. All right, let's move to some community. We got a lot to talk about community. Weekly question again was, what character would you like shown uh, to have in the 2014 set uh, be kind of based around? Uh, we just went over them. Most people said Flash and Wonder Woman, like we said. Uh, a lot of people said kind of villain sets, and everybody else kind of had random um, things. I, I do really think that the Arrow set, I, I think that's I something, think an that's something I hadn't thought about that actually it might be feasible is doing an Especially Arrow Especially since the Arrow roster is starting to branch out a little bit. And it's getting to, to be a little more popular show, too. All right, dial design. We're starting off month of uh, the first month, first week assignment of January. And my assignment is going to be create me a figure who has a minion power. And it has to be a DC or Marvel character only. Oh, wow. Why did you just steal everyone's idea, huh? Huh? We were, we were, me and Austin were talking about doing this. Oh, you were? No, not really. I'm oh, sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> I was going to say, you can do it next week. I'll do something different. No, we'll just do it every week. All three weeks, different minions. <laughs> minion uh, powers everywhere. If you guys are unfamiliar with minion powers, it's basically when a figure has a power that kicks in when they're within so many uh, squares of another figure who shares something like a keyword or a certain name they'll get you know they'll get bonus points so like a um if 
Kryptonian scientist is within eight squares of uh, another, you know, someone with Kryptonian and higher points than they get willpower or something like that. Or if a shield agent is within somebody who's fifty points or more with the shield keyword, they get plus two attack or something like that. I want a figure with a minion power, whether they've been made before or not, but DC or Marvel if only. They don't put an italicized minion before the power. They're disqualified. All right, there's our another caveat for this. Let <laughs> me write this down. I will give you zero points for your dial. Minion italicized. <laughs> if it, especially the italicized. Bold the italicized. Bold the <laughs> No, italicized. bold the italicized on the paper. <laughs> oh, hold on. Go back over it. I hope no one's getting their information from this podcast because <laughs> this is terrible. It's kind of sad. We're probably like hamstringing our, our listeners <laughs> Best build. We got a new... This is a pretty dang straightforward, easy one for you guys to submit, so there's no reason for you to not shoot us an email at dialhforheroclicks.gmail.com. <laughs> Dear God, honey, you're opening the floodgates. What are you doing? All you need to give me is a 300-point theme team. can be named. It can be generic. Either one is fine. 300-point theme team, modern age. Everything goes that's modern age. And... The only caveat is going to be during the game, I have some random battlefield conditions, and I'm going to assign them to each table before each round they'll change. So build me some teams that ignore line of fire and all that fun jazz. And so that's pretty straightforward. You can submit the best builds to us at the email, or on uh, there will be a Reddit thread for it in the HeroClicks subreddit, and it will also be on hcrealms.com. And dial design, it will only be on hcrealms.com. Um... The I want to thank um, Mr. Holland for sending us that uh, just the tip this week, and also I want to note that I have a new YouTube series on our YouTube channel for the rules explanations. Um, I did the first one on Malekith from Thor: The Dark World, and you can also apply everything in there to Iron Paladin, who is the chase, um, except his only kicks in when he does a close combat attack. That but, Iron Paladin seeing some play. Yeah. Because he's basically a cheaper version of Malekith. Whereas we had complaints because Malekith takes up your whole team. Yeah, Malekith is really good, but he's just so expensive. Iron Paladin, you can kind of just toss on there as a secondary attack. So you guys go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to that. Check out that video. A lot of people, I mean, I just put up yesterday, but it's already getting good reception. A lot of people like it. Do they get to see your pretty face? Uh, for a few seconds. See, you heard it here, folks. Go register on the Dial H YouTube so you can see Hunter's pretty face. That's my clean shaven face, too. The beard's gone. Feels weird. I gotta grow it back out. I don't know if that's clean shaven, huh? I just shaved it's like yesterday. Dirty shaven. Uh, you got some hair there. I shaved yesterday morning. Well, it was clean shaven while I did the video. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, enjoy that while it lasts because the beard's coming back. It's too cold outside to not have a beard. <laughs> Are you gonna go the uh, Andrew Luck neck beard? I might. We'll see. I don't know. Are you dog. gonna go back to the Amish? You're gonna look like Moe's from The Office. <laughs> I did look like most. <laughs> you looked just like him for like a week. It was bad. All right, uh, but yeah, go check that out. And if there are any other fi- uh, you know figures that are giving you guys trouble or that you'd like further explained, uh, you can either comment on the YouTube video or you can shoot us an email uh, on Gmail and let me know what figures you guys would like to see me make a video on. I'll try to do those once a week. Once a week, I'm going to try to either do one of those rules or a starter set review. Or some kind of review. All the episodes are already are now. Every single one of them's now on there, and I will start keep putting them up as soon as we put out you know episodes on iTunes. 
So if you guys would prefer to listen to your podcast on YouTube, you can now do that. Same day as I put it on iTunes, it will be on YouTube. And like I said, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel every week, you're going to get at least one new video, something Hero Clicks related, and, and providing you some cool information. Nobody else, to my knowledge, does that rules explanation you know, type series. That was actually a suggestion from a listener, and uh, we appreciate you guys you know, giving good ideas and you know, just keep sending us ideas, that things you'd like to see, and if it's feasible, we'll make it work. This is our podcast as much as yours. No, it's mostly Maybe. ours. I was going to say, <laughs> you said it backwards. You should have said it's their podcast as much as it is ours. Yeah, close enough. That's what you meant. I don't give a it's damn. It's the thought that counts. No, uh, we talked about episode 25. Reception has been astronomically good. Everybody <laughs> loved episode 25. I'm glad I put a lot of work into If you're listening to this one and haven't listened to 25, get your ass back there. Because you're screwing up the space-time continuum. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check out episode 25 if you haven't listened to that yet. So there's your best build. Now, best build, I have to have those because we are actually doing those on the 11th. So I need you guys to submit best builds to me, to our email or to Reddit by, we will say, um, five by, minutes from now. <laughs> by January the 9th, which is a Thursday. Try to get them to me by then, and then that night I'll be going through and getting our teams ready. We'll make our suge- We'll make our choices on our teams. And let's move into comics real quick. We're just going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Marvel version, Marvel Now version, which is a book that we... Drew, have you gotten a chance to read it? I've read some of it. Okay. I love it. I don't... I, I think you guys agree. It's excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the writing is by Brian Michael Bendis, who, if you read comics at all, especially Marvel Comics, you know the name. He's had several uh, great books like Powers... Um, Ultimate Spider-Man, which is the best comic series of all time. Um, so he had some really good Daredevil back in the day. He wrote Secret War, House of M, Secret Invasion. Is he the no fractions writing Hawkeye? He's had several Avengers runs that were really good, especially in the early two thousands, like Mighty Avengers and Secret Avengers and stuff like that. Actually, no, he didn't write Secret. Avengers. And see, I think we've talked about with Bendis before. Certain characters he writes, he does really, really well. Guardians is a great book for him. Like he just. He, um, when I talked before about like writing Tony well, he does a really great um, version of Tony Stark. He's a good writer overall. The problem is sometimes he gets a little long in the tooth, in my opinion. I have and no idea he, what that means. He also he kind of goes over too much dialogue and just goes over stuff too often. Okay, um, but he also. He kind of, one thing he does, which a lot of, I think this is kind of a Marvel thing in general, is, and I know it's good for new readers, but it really just annoys you if you are a, a frequent frequent comics reader, is when they say the name of the person they're talking to too much. Yeah. Yes. Like, hey, Thor, blah, 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 blah. Like, hey, it's just, Thor. It gets so old. Like, yes. Yes, Iron Man. I well, love you, Thor. <laughs> Kiss me. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Iron Man and Thor, there's your fanfic for the day. But Bendis is a very capable writer. Like I said, Ultimate Spider Man is my favorite comic series. He had some of my favorite issues of Daredevil back in the late 90s. And then Secret Vor, House of M, Secret yeah. Invasion. Like, those are all great series. Well, Secret Invasion is kind you of. You know mad, what I but... love about Guardians right now? I love the artist. Like, whoever's well, been doing the artist's been doing really Artist by Steve McNiven, who did Old Man Logan. Oh, really? And Civil War. Uh, so the dude, he now he's kind of a relatively new artist. So he's only been around for less than ten years, 
And artists usually, I mean, I know that sounds like a long time, but most of the artists you see that do big books like that have been around for a long period of they time. They earn their right to do So this guy's books. only been around for about six, seven years. I love his art. I like his uh, facial expressions. Like, that's one thing he does really well that I think helps convey things. Um, a lot of artists really can screw up the facial expressions. Um, I can't think of any examples, like, offhand, but you, you know what I'm talking about, where, like, you're reading a book and you're looking at a character and you're like, it, you can tell by their words they have an emotion, but the art really doesn't show it. Yeah. I'm, I freaking love, like, when they said New Guardians of the Galaxy, I was kind of the same way that I'm looking towards this Moon Knight type thing. I was like, yeah, an awesome character or group of characters. I'm sure it's going to suck, but I'm still going to like it anyway just because of the characters. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out to be really freaking good. I'm kind of sad the Moon Knight's keeping the three different personalities, though. Is it? Yeah. All their love, man. That's such I a, thought that was such a stupid gimmick. It's such like, a cop gimmick. out. Yeah, yeah, it's a gimmick to give. It's. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. There's a caveman episode of Ballet <laughs> Trio Clicks. You know who was a good guy? Who? Who's a really underappreciated person in the universe? Who? the fucking next door neighbor on Home Improvement. Yeah, I, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Damn it, Drew, you know everybody. I am a popular guy. <laughs> but uh, anyways, excellent book. Highly recommended. Art is excellent. The The cast is excellent. It's basically the same cast that was in uh, the early 2000s with the exception of they've added Tony and um, What's-Her-Face is gone. Uh, Phyla is gone. But other than that, it's the same cast that was in the last... I love Tony and Gamora. Like, that's just my favorite. (laughs) It's really well written. The art is excellent. Um, They really dive into Star-Lord at the start and have King Spartax in there a lot. And it it really is kind of focused behind Star-Lord a little bit, but it has such other stuff going on. The character dynamics are just really great, too. Like, between each, like, Groot and Rocket Raccoon or Rocket and Tony or... Yeah. Star-Lord and everybody. It's one of the better, if not... Well, Thor, God of Thunder is the best, but it's one of the I would put in the top three Marvel books right now. I, I don't fully you? I mean, yeah, that and Thor, of, God of Thunder are my favorite. It's Marvel one of books. the main ones I look forward to every issue. Um, have you got caught up on Forever Evil yet? Yes. Um, did you read the latest, like number four? Yes, three and four were uh, very good. Um, All of them have been very good. I mean, like they kind of overhyped like where the Justice League's been the whole time. I think, but. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it a lot. Like it's one of my more favorite events so far. Well, in JLA, it's been showing it the whole time. Yeah, I know that they're going. Through but I mean, like when it first like went down, and they were like, "The Justice League's going to disappear." Yeah. Like they made it sound like something oh, man. major. I just really love the whole dynamics behind Lex and um, Bizarro. Bizarro. I like and the new version of Bizarro. Like there's some people you, giving it. Well, crap. he's basically Bizarro. Yeah, the same Bizarro pretty much. Uh, and. Um, Black Adam and uh, Black Manta, like it's Black, awesome. Black Adam getting his jaw broken made me laugh because every time you know how Black Adam such like a pompous douche. Yes, yeah. it's like every time he wants to complain, he mumbles and Lex like makes some smart ass comment at him. Black Adam is the Austin Smith of DC characters. I could believe, that. except Austin doesn't have amazing strength and speed and. <laughs> but I have the... quite a nice chest. Quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> Both of those books highly recommended. Guardians of the Galaxy on Marvel side and uh, and Forever Evil on the DC side, especially if you enjoyed Trinity War. Which ending, you should have. With the ending of Trinity War, at least. Because it was pretty good. So I want to thank you guys for listening. And next week we will be back 
same time, same schedule. You can sh- you can uh, shoot us an email if you have any suggestions for just the tip. Best build. Remember, this week I need those by Thursday. Thursday. And uh, dial design you will have until Saturday, which will be... You'll have until Saturday morning, the 11th. The 11th. And <laughs> Is there an echo in here? <laughs> uh, so yeah, get us those scores, and I'll post new threads on HC Realms for the uh, dial design contest. Other than that, if you guys want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, you can stay in con- con- constant contact with us. You better name follow we us chat, on YouTube. We chat on there about <laughs> new pieces when they get spoiled, and... Uh, shoot out the community questions on there and everybody always has interesting things to say. It's cool to see everybody's different opinion, you know, what they would like all the 100 different followers we have on Facebook. You know, it's cool to see everybody's different answers on these questions. And, uh, yes, follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, I've been... It it takes a long time, a lot of man hours to put those videos together, especially the rules one. It took a long time to, to... you know, really iron out all those details and stuff. So, um, I don't mind putting in the work. I just appreciate it if you guys watch, listen, and give me feedback on how we can make them better or what you would like to see me do on those. I kind of would like to record some casual matches and put them up on there. Where we will eventually um, get the problem is getting a. Uh, I need to get a hold of a tripod that really fits this camera and this camera dies too fast. I may end up having to get another camera, but I, right now I'm so broke I, I can't. I just want get to it. record Drew flipping the table in anger like he does every time, and then he storms off after he takes three damage. The problem's not three. going to be the actual filming and production. It's going to be the camera getting a hold of you know what we need to do that. So yeah, that will be something that I guarantee you will happen in the future. How yeah, soon? Yeah. How soon? I don't know, but it will happen in the future. So thanks guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Later.